Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Hey everyone, happy Monday morning. Zavin here, out for another Walking with the Archetypes. It's gonna be a controversial week. We're going to be speaking about the shadow magician. Though I want to take you into a, an exploration of the dynamics of the shadow archetypes in general here. So we haven't really covered that in adequate ways in earlier episodes. One of the things that I find very disconcerting about today's world is how ignorant we are, how little wisdom exists in our culture so little wisdom and for the most part the lack of wisdom seems connected to a lacking willingness for us as people to own up to the level of darkness and depravity that lives inside of us so i've been speaking about white knight wickedness on one of the earlier episodes very very start of the podcast and I explored there how this one man who was self-righteously convinced of his own goodness, how he was exhibiting tyrannical behaviors because he hadn't yet come to terms with the darkness that lives inside of him. And as a listener, you may or may not have done that yourself. So then the question is, do you know that you're capable of killing? Do you know that given the right and most wrong, actually horrific circumstances, you would quite likely easily be led to genocidal impulses? As happened before, during Second World War, the stories of how young German men were led to become cruel beyond belief are legendary and horrifying and these days so-called goodness is being peddled while actually being a vehicle for the same kind of dark impulses so when you see a culture that peddles darkness but actually sells it as goodness, well, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up because it's now about a civilizational struggle. It's now about the fight for the future of humanity. And that's the fight we're in. So today is going to be a bit dark. This week is going to be a bit dark because we're talking about archetypal shadow. And that is a truly terrifying topic. If you aren't willing 
to confront the devil head on, the demon head on. Now, it actually becomes even scarier becomes because you become prone to being its victim. So consider this week, actually, even though it's going to be a bit intense and maybe you'll be like, oh boy, I don't know if I want to be part of this. <laughs> uh, maybe you should consider it as an opportunity to fortify yourself against this kind of possession by darkness. Because truly, when it comes to archetypes, we're talking about possessions. There is a fierce, fiery, numinous energy that lives deep in the collective and conscious. And it has patterns. And they can be read by somebody who is equipped with eyes to see. And so Carl Jung, for instance, he knew that the Second World War was going to break out because he was, he was reading the collective unconscious of the German people. And so he, he understood that something bad is afoot. And these days, a lot more people have been equipped with the eyes to see what Carl Jung saw back then. But when you start seeing those things, you become a cultural renegade. You become someone who has a voice that is uncomfortable to the mainstream and there will then be certain repercussions for you to speak out. Because the mainstream wants nothing more than its blissful ignorance. An archetype is a dynamic of the collective unconscious. It's a particular pattern connected to particular themes of life and roles in our culture. It's a pattern that is activated as a human being steps into these roles and into these themes of life. As you know, I'm working with four archetypes, king, warrior, magician, lover. So let's bring the magician archetype <clears throat> to the fore here and actually leverage his capacity for seeing deeply, for seeing beyond the surface. Let's leverage that and to, to, to make out some maps here. So these patterns of the collective, they live very, very, very deep down in our psyche. You could say that it's actually so deep that it's not our psyche as such, but our psyche is plugged into it. So we have the personal unconscious that holds various memories and patterns of our own personal lives. And that can be challenging enough. But the collective unconscious is something so vast, so big, that we have come to mythologize it in human culture. Robin Moore kept talking about the dragon as a symbol for the collective unconscious. That there is something out there that is so big, so menacing, so wild, and that it can always swoop down on the village and breathe fire. And we need to somehow be on our guard. We need to sacrifice something to it. We need to 
be mindful of its presence. The collective unconscious is a little bit like that. When we are not aware of it because we're ignorant, we become potential victims of the dragon. So then the way that that happens is that in the place where the personal unconscious is sort of plugged into the collective unconscious, there seems to be certain filtering mechanisms. And the further up the chain you go, the personal unconscious becomes the, the subconscious. The subconscious is, is basically what you can access at any moment's notice. So it's not that you've forgotten it. It's just not in your awareness right now, whereas the unconscious is stuff that you literally have repressed and forgotten. So you have the collective unconscious, the personal unconscious, the personal subconscious, and then we come into awareness, into the light of awareness. And what we allow fully in to the light of awareness is defined by the structure of our ego. This is a bit technical, perhaps. But what I wanted to get is that the one that we see ourselves as, and in order to make this entity, this I, pleasing to you, you will filter. You will filter out information that doesn't fit with the entity that you see yourself as being. I'm speaking about you as if it's almost like an arbitrary thing. You know, you, the, 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 the I that we are in relationship is on some level very arbitrary very arbitrary and we defend that thing with tooth and nail but it's just like a fairly arbitrarily established script about a human life that just happens to be ours so this this ego structure this it's almost like you can you can you can imagine it as a cup a cup that can hold a certain amount of liquid and you can then imagine the liquid as the archetypal energy, as the numinous forces of the unconscious coming in. So then if you're exposed to too much liquid and your cup is very small, what happens? Well, the cup overflows. And the way that happens is unfortunate because it doesn't just overflow, it starts laying waste potentially, to the cup itself and to what is around the cup, i.e. you. What this means is that one of the great tasks of our human life is to ensure that not only is the cup intact, that is to say it's not leaky, but it's also that it's big. It's a big cup, which is kind of a strange thing to say because it would imply that you have a big ego. But that would be okay, you see. This idea of having a big ego must not be misinterpreted. Because when you say that you have a big ego, typically what you actually mean is that there is some level of hubris or grandiosity present. And that is actually a dynamic that is better described as having a small and broken ego mixed with archetypal inflation. Right now, 
brother and those women who are listening as well, we are in a precarious moment of the human storyline where millions of uninitiated people, that is to say, they haven't learned to be in right relationship with their ego structure. They haven't learned to humble their ego to the sacred, to the divine, and to, to realize that they're in service of principles much larger than themselves. These people, they aren't equipped to do the job that they're supposed to be doing. They're really terrifyingly unequipped. All they have is mind knowledge. And just like for us, we go crazy because we're trying to resolve patterns of the deep collective and conscious through our fickle, feeble, weak mind. And so this week, I'm going to encourage you to start seeing yourself in a new light as everything but a victim of circumstances and absolutely an agent of change. Because I'm sad to see how many men are stepping back from their responsibility in, the, in this world that we're living in. How many men hide behind their fickle, fragile egos, pretending that it's not the right time for me to step up, this and that and the other. And, you know, there may be something to that. But for the most part, what I see men do is justifying their own sense of hiding from the world. I will hide a little longer because I'm scared and I'm uncomfortable and actually I don't give a shit because the most important thing to me is to be liked. Because I've been conditioned by culture to think about small things. Because I've been conditioned by culture to cut off my phallus so that I don't have power anymore. And so from that place, I feel little and I feel puny and how can I deliver anything of value to this world? How can I, little me, I just want to live another day, just keep going in this monotonous trot of my life and try with my mind to convince myself that my life is worthwhile. This is the life of so many men who choose to live lives of quiet desperation. The more men who are called upon to step up these days, who don't, who actually choose the path of smallness because they, they believe in the narratives that they've been told. The more men who do that, the more screwed we are. And so I'm here, brother, to say, you have to fucking stand up now. You have to fucking grab your balls and become vertical and start leaning into life and to bring your goodness in partnership with women to bring your heart to from a place of having been initiated and you can do that with reclaiming in a throne and and then you just fucking have to give yourself to, to humanity there is no way to feel dignified to, to have self-respect to have self-love without doing that as a man you're here to fucking sacrifice you're here to lean in you're here to give you're here to serve to serve the feminine to serve the future of humanity on this planet to serve innocence and that's not going to be comfortable and that's why you have to do it because it's going to awaken the sense of heroism inside of you. 
the sense of bigness, largeness, I can take on anything. It's going to be scary and I know the darkness that lives inside of me, but I can take it on. I'm willing. I'm willing to stand up now. I'm willing to be counted. I'm willing to be someone. So this week I will be exposing the shadow magician for you so that you can start to feel some fire internally that this is something that I'm willing to stand up against. The enormous ministries of disinformation and lies and deceit that are trying to completely annihilate the sovereignty and the dignity and the courage and autonomy of humanity right now. And getting you to consider that it may be part of your job to stand up and say enough is enough. Okay, man. Time to bring you some fire, brother. I've been nice to you. I've been a little controversial, but for the most part, I've been nice to you. It's time to start telling more truth so that together we can take the next steps into a more beautiful future for humanity. It's a cold day today, sun is shining, though actually it is surprisingly cold. I think maybe we even had frost last night. So for those of you who are in Central Europe and the United States and maybe even down in Australia, Wherever you are, you have it a little bit more balmy than we do. That's always the case, but I am so in love with the Nordic summers, the Scandinavian summers. There's nothing quite like them. And I'm just happy to feel as I walk through the woods here that they aren't as far away any longer. So thank you again for coming with me. It's, uh, yeah, this podcast is, uh, is growing nicely. It's uh, more and more listeners every week. And apparently it's very popular in Argentina. <laughs> so random things that I, uh, I didn't expect. But uh, for all of you Argentinian listeners, I send my greetings out to you. And I uh, hope you're well and everyone else as well. Have a great day. And I will speak with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.